Good to go when you are, Heidi. I know you're figuring out chords and stuff. Yeah, I got it. You sure? Yep, I sure okay. do. I don't want to rush you. Nope, I'm all set. Okay. Were you? I just up? wanted to double check something. <laughs> but it is what? correct. <laughs> go ahead, Josie. <laughs> <laughs> you want to start? And go. You can do it now. Well, right, that's good. <laughs> what? We love you, Tracy. <laughs> Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs. For those listening, we are well into November, but as we record this, we just entered November, so you know. You know what that means for people in Maine? Well, I mean, it used to before like the whole climate change thing. Anyway, usually we would get going about snow um, and we get some snow by now. But and with snow comes Charlie Brown specials and, of course, snowmen. Um, and so this week we'll be talking about a song, which is, I guess, kind of about both. Um, mm-hmm. To discuss whether that's true or not, I have some co-hosts with me. I have Betsy, Stefan, and Heidi. Thank you. Welcome. Hey. Hey. (laughs) So before we get going tonight, this week's song is Snowman. And if you've never heard it before, here is a quick snippet. Made of snow, I don't know how I fit in. To and fro, people go, I stand and grin. And Stefan, would you like to give a guess about what album this is on? Uh, <laughs> well, I think it's snack time. <laughs> that was my guess, too. It's about carrots, yeah. right? <laughs> yep, carrot nose. Right? It's a, well, it's kind of like a lullaby, so I'd imagine it's to knock these little you know, rug rats out. You know, nap time, <laughs> throw the song on, boom, they're done. <laughs> to be honest, I think I would have rather it had been on snack time, but. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a good song. I'm, honestly, I think this song suffers from its placement on the album. It's really? Pretty, yeah. You don't think it's the album itself? <laughs> well, we've had some comments <laughs> about the album itself. Um, but so this is number seven on the album, but the problem is it comes immediately after Elf's Lament, which is such oh. an amazing original. And mm. I mean, this is a good song, but you put it after Elf's Elf's Lament and it just pales in comparison, I think. I oh, I, really? I think that they would have been better off if they had put this after uh, do they know it's Christmas at all just before they go into Hanukkah? Like, it, that would be a better spot than than after Lament. Like, I just don't, I don't think it helped it. Huh. I've never heard Ulf's Lament. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, my God. You would love it, Stefan. I love Elf's Lament. It's so funny. Yeah. Well, oh, it's yeah. funny. It's original. It's upbeat. And... and- it's also a great twisted look on the holiday season. Yeah. So then this song follows it up with a twisted look at, at a holiday signature. 
but in a depressing way, which <laughs> then makes you go, oh, but I just had that really fun, funny one a minute ago. Can, can I go back yeah. to that? Yeah, it's I, kind of a 180 from the previous song. Yeah. I get that you want to have a good down song after a good up song, but just I I don't think it helps. It, I don't think it helps highlight this song to what it deserves. Matter of fact, they could have put it after any of those Kevin songs that's on this album, and it would yeah. have sounded amazing after that. It would have been smoother transition, yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, oh my god, this is so much better, thank god. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about the music. I'm gonna send it over to you, Heidi. Okay, well, this one's pretty easy. Um, it's <laughs> lovely, but I, I think that's part of why it, it the simplicity of the music is really key. It has literally three chords, but not your typical three chord song. Um, so it is in the first of all, it is two about three minutes, just under three minutes long it clocks in at 100 beats a minute which sounds fast but it's not it is in three four time because it's a basic waltz one and two three one Hmm. and two three one two three one um it's in the key of a and we have three chords that are played over and over which also lends itself there is no chorus in this it's four verses that are separated in half by an instrumental interlude of the melody of the verses. So you get verse one, verse two, the instrumental interlude that plays through the entire verse and then verses three and four. It goes from D major seven um, to A, to A sus four to A. And that is the continuous. There's a very small intro of a D major seven, um, which is finger picked separately. So you have the... And then it goes to the A sus4 after that, or sorry, the A and then the A sus4. And a reminder, we've talked about these things before. Traditionally in chords, you have a root of a scale, the third of the scale and the fifth of the scale. In this case, it starts, it is in the key of A, it starts on the four chord. It's a four seven chord. It's a D seven, which means that we have a D an F sharp, an A, and a C. So you have the seventh degree of the scale, which is the leading tone um, that leads us back to the tonic. So you have four notes in your chord instead of just three. Um, Okay. And we then have a regular A major chord, but then it goes to A sus four, which means they're replacing the third of the chord with the fourth of the chord this time. So instead of having in traditionally in an A major chord, you would have A C sharp E. That's the root and third and fifth of the chord. Mm-hmm. In this case, they're replacing the third with the fourth degree. So A B C D instead. So you have an A D E instead of A C sharp E. So for those of you that are nutty musicians out there, and then you would understand exactly what that is and that's all it does is it repeats the d major seven to a to a sus four to a and then that's all it does which is kind of reminiscent i think of the lyrics which we can talk about too um it just kind of keeps going it's the circle of life of a snowman now does it finish (laughs) you're born to die basically (laughs) 
Does it finish on that A? Because I know he finishes on the. It on finishes a, no. on A major. Yes, just yeah. like the end of every verse is complete. So it does take you back home to the home tonic chord in the key of A, which is A major, A C sharp E chord, which takes us back here. So that's your A chord right here. So here's your D D major seven. Your A sus four. And then your A. So, so what's that last note that he hits? Because so it's those four chords. Well, three chords. So what's the last note that he hits on this song then? Because he hits a he hits a, a note that doesn't sound like he's hit it throughout the whole entire song. Um, you know what? I I would need to go back off. and listen again to see what he ends with because it does end on the A chord. But um, I'll take a listen and see. Okay. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. While she's doing that, what do you guys think about the music? I, I liked, yeah, I like the song. Um, musically, I, like I think, yeah, I mean, it really reflects the what the snowman's feels, and as opposed to sometimes when they're, you know, they oppose, like the the spirit of the music and the lyrics are clashing. These actually match. It's kind of like, you know, Betsy, you mentioned Elf's Lament, the song before, and I just listened mm. to that. And uh, <laughs> again, they're trying to approach things from uh, the position of whoever they're singing about, uh, position of the elf and position of the snowman, um, you know, uh, stuff like that. And uh, that's, that's always a unique take. How, how do these things feel instead of uh, just Santa Claus and whatnot, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. But uh, I like with the song that they take a note and then they re- put a different note after that note 
and then they end up repeating that uh, over and over again, and it turns into something musical. I like that. That's pretty good. Eventually, so you Stephen's, you... Stephen's going to take over my job for the uh, music analysis piece. Well, I'd freaking nail it, you know? <laughs> You'd freaking nail it, Stephen. Absolutely. Like, I think that I like the music uh, because it has the notes, which make the music. Yeah, and, and there's some the rhythms music is there. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're catching on. That's pretty good. I'm a genius. But uh, no, I agree with Wicked you guys match. in regards to the placement of the song on the album. Uh, Elf's Lament is kind of a little bit more upbeat. And um, it, it is an original song. Uh, very interesting. Um, but I mean, that's in the ease. Uh, we've already gone over the ease, but I wasn't around for the ease. So that doesn't make it easy for me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think I'm going to go up and check. I think e, I think Elf's Lament was the next song that you were supposed to cover before we stopped doing the stuff oh no we were still in the seas never mind i'm way off oh worry. yeah <laughs> we never okay. got to the ease um yeah forget i said that we never got to the ease <laughs> nope oh wow so i have your answer Just by the, way, the letter okay what's what's that what's that uh so in listening to it i realize exactly what he did so what he does is he's got all he does is he takes that final A chord, uh, this chord right here, yep. and he arpeggiates it. Oh. So he lands, this note is actually uh, C sharp. So B, C, C sharp, which is the third of the A chord, which is played with your middle finger on the guitar here on the second fret. So all he's doing is taking that A major chord, and he's doing... So he's landing on the third of the chord. Okay. Yep, that's exactly what he's doing. That that explains why it just it sounds like a song a, a note that hasn't been played during the song because it has and it hasn't. It's it's been well, a blend. it has because it's been played consistently within the chord. But the way that you play that chord on the guitar doesn't have you play the root, then the third, then the fifth. It's fingered, so it's the right. root, the fifth, and the third. So that's just how the chord is produced with with the fingering, um, and that's why when he arpeggiates it, he lands on the third. Okay. Of the C sharp. Um, so we we've talked a lot about the about the guitar on this. I want to talk about what I think is the I would say the shining star of this song, even though it's very very little in there, but it is what it's makes the it snowman. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the snowman. It's it. the vibraphone. The vibraphone <laughs> on this song is gorgeous. Agreed. Oh my gosh. Um, I, so I, at first I was trying to figure out what it is and they didn't break it down in here, but after watching like five videos and going through like what were the different instruments on here is definitely a vibraphone. And it is. And we've explained what the vibraphone is before on here mm -hmm. because you were very confused at what a vibraphone was. So I tried to go into detail um, before and I love the vibes. It's mostly <laughs> used in jazz. Um, but the way it's used here, what Betsy? 
I said nothing. It was Stefan. Stefan says, the vibes. I was about vibes. to say, my girlfriend has one of those too. Ah, oh, Jesus. I know. Is it metal and does it have um, rotating things that spin the air around? Uh, oh, rattles yeah. her teeth, that's for sure. It's a vibraphone of its own type. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I couldn't resist. Anyway. And, I, and as I was listening to it, like, I could hear there were times when he because you can you can play with how fast that rotates and you can you can also play you play with whether or not it <laughs> nope you can yes. also adjust rotation speed is very important Tracy <laughs> that will definitely get you where do you want to go you can oh also adjust whether or not the pulsator discs are oh Jesus oh Jesus Ew. Oh, that is the official oh, name. They are that is what they are called. <laughs> Crying out loud. <laughs> oh, well, sometimes uh, that but, happens. But too. you can see that he is that he is using it at sometimes he's turning it off at other times he's changing the speeds like it's really cool the way that he decides to use it on the song. And as I yes. was listening to the video, I'll put the video in here. It, he goes over the, the marimba versus xylophone versus fiberphone versus glockenspiel. And the way it sounds differently, depending on the type of mallet that you hit it with, he is definitely using a hard mallet on the on these to get that nice, distinct sound and then the that echo afterwards. Actually, you'd be surprised. Um, vibraphone mallets are very usually um, yarn and soft based mallets because they're it's a metal instrument and it's a softer metal. Mm -hmm. um, it each mallet instrument in the percussion family requires a very different set of of mallets mm -hmm. um, depending on a what the material is of the particular instrument and the kind of sound that you're looking for. Um, um but in this case usually they're yarn wrap mallets but the center the core of the mallet is different um densities and they could be heavyweight plastic usually mm -hmm. um but it depends on the sound you're trying to get yeah I, on the video he used he must have used a mallet that wasn't normally used on a vibraphone matter of fact he said this is not normally a a vibraphone mallet um, and it had a very similar sound to what we have in this song, song which is a very a crisp start, and then it echoes off um, versus that kind of diluted type of yeah, of the very um, yeah, echoing one. Um, and I like that. I like the sound. That it sounds like to me, like it sounds like the sun glistening, like just these sporadic. Mm -hmm. and, and he only hits like one yeah. key and then holds off, and then. Two or three more and then holds off for a while and there's this one note that he hits when when it says i melt away and it sounds it mm -hmm. sounds just like a teardrop but nice lullabies i melt away no <laughs> that's cute tracy i i thought that it was real like when when he plays it in concert obviously he used the keyboards and when he played it in the mm -hmm. the um very virtual christmas last year he used a piano and those sounded nice mm -hmm. but nothing like listening to it with the vibraphone how many times have they played this in concert um 
I ha- I think it was 18. Yeah, it was 18. Probably closer to the holiday season too. It's always it's always at a holiday concert. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they had <laughs> holiday concerts. Pretty yep. Cool. Matter of fact, if you live in Canada, they are doing a whole holiday tour this year across Canada. Mm-hmm. Go out and buy tickets. Are they? <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so are, are they still singing the ones that we rate really poorly? <laughs> uh, they, I like, hope taking not. Taking our feedback to heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing I love about this song is the harmonies. Mm-hmm. The it's way... a smooth, soft sound. It's great. Yeah. Well, you you have yeah. Ed with his smooth, soft voice, and then on certain. Like at the very end of each of the verses, you'll have Steve coming in and hitting the harmonies, and it's just gorgeous. Having hold so and so, I think they're wrong. Heart of gold, growing old, just like the song. Hmm. I think that most of their Christmas songs have some kind of. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a negativity to it, but it's like a, but it's a, you know, they're thinking of like different things. Like a, if you do take elves lament, it's talking about like what the elves are going through. They, they're not even, they're not unionized. They're going through, they're producing these cheap toys that kids are going through away anyway, you know, all kinds of stuff. And now even in this one, they're talking about, you know, about, uh, yeah, he's going to melt away. I melt away, criticize and compromise. Uh, oh, my white turns gray. fucking lord. We're going to have Tracy. to edit that out, pal. Language. Stefan, I'm you sure. just blew my mind. Why, thank you. Call me Mr. Vibraphone. <laughs> so, with Green Christmas, we've got Envy. Mm-hmm. With Elf's Lament, we have Anger. With snowman, we have depression. With footprints, we have denial. I mean, we're talking almost like the steps of grief and loss here. Huh. With the original songs that they put on this on this album. There you go. Light bulb. That's interesting. It just all came together, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. I was just re-looking at the Christmas special, the Bare Naked for the Holidays Christmas special. Um, Ed is not playing with a capo, and then Kevin's playing the vibes part on synth, which is a bummer, but yeah. hold on. Yeah, that's an interesting find, Tracy. That that's, is so interesting. That's big, now yeah. I want to look at the other songs. <laughs> the only uh-huh, other ones... To see I was going to say, are. the other ones are, are Christmas Picks and Christmas Time, oh yeah, but those are a Jim and Kevin, yeah. which wouldn't and follow some of them are, any are traditional. Yeah, although some Christmas are traditional. Jingle Christmas. Bells, Holy Night. Yeah. yeah, but Christmas Picks is again a a very different take on the holidays and how the holidays aren't totally happy. Like it, it's mm-hmm. great to be around family, but family can also be tough to be around. And then Christmas Time, oh yeah, is definitely a very negative type of view on on Christmas as well looking in from the outside see there's always some kind of there's always something there you know it's um a, most Christmas songs are quite joyous and quite thankful and um bringing out the best in people and things around you and 
I'm finding that uh, uh, bare naked songs aren't like that. They're mm-hmm. kind of they're focusing on you know what most of their songs focus on is some of the darker aspects of life. Mm. And by the way, I'm going to get corrected by other people before I say this, so I'm going to say it now. I should not have said it was a Jim song. It is a Cregan song that was adapted by Jim for Christmas lyrics. There. Oh. (laughs) I do know that was a completely Cregan song. Ah, okay. So, but yeah, that's an interesting point. Heidi, you've been mulling over something. I've been searching and searching. I've been trying to find... um, some video of kevin playing um uh vibes on that um but there's no video of him playing the vibes they no, like i was, can't find it he was playing synth on them so i mean it must be hard it would be something that would be tough to bring to a concert no, no it wouldn't <laughs> they bring everything else it's on wheels and it's i mean like this big we used to drag ours from the high school to the middle school every concert um like they're not like He's got enough toys that he brings. I'm not surprised. And it does sound better. Um, But you can, with synths being what they are, you can kind of replicate, but not as good. Never as good. Um, But I I think you're right, Stefan, in a lot of ways. Like they're, they're either more dark in their winter and they're on the holiday album or they're totally bananas crazy and <laughs> with just doing covers of songs in ways that i don't like um but i love the <laughs> other ones like i am much more of a fan of their original songs on this with the exception of god rest you because i think that is such a good good version um, yeah, with I think it's just top one of the best um best recordings of that song ever um but I love Green Christmas I love um uh God Rest Ye I love Footprints I love Christmas Time Oh Yeah um and I do really like I, I love Elf's Lament um and I really do like Snowman like I like the original stuff better than the um the covers that are on this album mm. yeah i've I found i i know that with me ranking the, the covers i haven't been pleased with how they cover uh the songs i thought they've been weak and just kind of half-assed um <laughs> but i mean that's me i haven't ranked i haven't ranked them good at all um but i mean i haven't done a lot of the original any of their original songs yet i think this is one of my first ones we did uh what uh sleigh ride and that's a cover correct <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's uh, sort of i guess you could call it a cover <laughs> yeah i mean again weak you know it's i see what they're trying to do but i'm not sure i'm not sure i really like this song i don't know it was smooth it was relaxing it was i mean i could i could feel the snow on the ground i could see the snow in the trees and um, it's like one of those bright sunny days where everything's covered with the light, uh, sparkly snow, and I could feel that. It's very relaxing, mm. and um, that's that's the vision that I had received from the song. No, I think it is a very visual. Like it, it's obviously not a visual song, but it is a one that inspires like this visual kind of thing in your mind as you listen to it. Like you don't necessarily even need the words to to get inspired by what's what's being portrayed in the song. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's good. That um, good. I would like to put out a point out a really, really weird coincidence. Um, and I, I'm going to thank Saker from It's All Been Done podcast because in listening to this a ways back, um, he pointed this out, and I was I was blown away when I found out about this coincidence. Um, it wouldn't be right if I if I said that it, that anyone ripped anyone else off. In no way do I think that that happened. Both these songs came out within two months of each other, which is just astounding. Mm. Um, and I don't know that anyone would ever consider crossing the distance and figuring out the timing in order to make that happen. But these songs t- sound nearly identical. There's a couple of differences, and, and you'll hear the differences. But um, there's a song that came out with the anime i really wish i had aaron here but with the anime the 2004 anime samurai chanpru um which is a japanese historical adventure done in the edo period um and in episode 17 Himaru, himawari tsuchi um wrote a song called you and I'm going to play that for you guys now. And I want to see if you guys, maybe I'm, I'm just hearing it, but I, I think there's a lot of similarities going on here. Yeah, let's give it a whirl. Oh. Heidi's face right now says it Yeah, all. the first two chords are exactly. But then again, chords are chords. Like Right, right. And, but like, the way that he's playing it, do-do-do-do, like the, yeah, the but, rhythm I mean, of it and. So there's this there's this famous riff. This, this riff right here is one of the most famous riffs. Whoops, sorry. something free fallen it's free fallen it's also Mm. used in thank you by zeppelin it's also used in james taylor it's also used by the indigo girls oh yeah it's like it's taking a d chord adding a seventh so um so you hear this a lot so it's fire and rain borrowed yeah exactly That just moving that one particular thing, which all it is is this chord, whoops, adding a pinky and making your middle finger off. That's crappy because my nails are red. But <laughs> it's, it's similar to that. Like you, all that person uh, in, in that you song is uh just taking the a chord and arpeggiating it. But, mm-hmm. but we're like, oh my gosh, it sounds exactly the same because it is. It's exactly <laughs> the same. Right. Well, and then I realized but it's not like it's not like sampling or um or no. uh, plagiarizing like like Ice Ice Baby and and uh, yeah. Under mm. Pressure. Like that's I mean, a it's chords. It, it's right. chords and playing similar chords back and back to each other. Right. But then I realized where I'd also heard this song before. Mm. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah. Exactly. You know where I've heard it before. No, TLC is no scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what went through my mind when I heard the, the you. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think What's it's really kind of cool. That is she's got that in... <laughs> It's D to G major seven, C seven, F major seven, E seven, A seven. So there's there's a little bit different. She's got it in a different key, yeah. but still super close. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought that was really neat. I was like, oh, I've heard this. I've heard this. And the more I listened to it, and I, just as I listened to it over and over again, I started singing Loving You. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's where I've heard that before. Yeah. I like that song. And, the, and then you hit the high note. No, no I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned not to even try that. That's probably why I like Snowman, is because I like that song mm -hmm. as well. Well, we haven't talked anything at this point about the lyrics. So we should probably talk a little bit about the lyrics and what this song is, what the song's about. Yeah, um, sounds good. I I I really enjoy the round that is at the end of this song. How yes, I, like I agree. I love that section so much. Made of snow, I don't know how I fit in. Ever cold, love untold, I don't fit in. I almost feel like there's a chorus of snowmen that are surrounding this other snowman who are also melting away. And, and they're all kind of <laughs> dancing around the snowmen. Mm. Yeah. It's just very gentle. Very mm. gentle. But it also creates a lot of visualization. Mm -hmm. as well, uh, yeah. Uh, which is, I think, really cool. Because it touches on many different senses, I think. And it, and in, and to some extent, it makes it's reminiscent of that. From I mean, other than just the name of it, I would have thought this anyways. The um, movie, The Snowman, which is has only music. There's no no words to that film, right? Because it's based on the book, which has no no um, words, words, no text. Yeah. And so yeah, let's talk about the snowman that doesn't fit in. Um, <laughs> I, I said earlier, and I wasn't really joking um i almost feel like this is a charlie brown snowman yeah it's kind of wistful really <laughs> I mean, have you seen this christmas tree <laughs> <laughs> so i mean a charlie brown snowman would probably be what uh like one ball of snow <laughs> a little like, bit of yellow on it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> from passing dogs yeah. Well, I mean, you think about it, like, it, it's a, a snowman that do doesn't feel accepted, doesn't feel loved, mm -hmm. feels like he doesn't fit in, is mm -hmm. is really depressed, um, but not, like, super, super sad, but just kind of that mild depression, that... That the melancholy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's kind of going on, and just, what's the French word for it, but just that... that Inability. Oh, the ennui, ennui. Yeah, ennui. the ennui, as well as also just this like 
inability to accept life as it is, but no idea of how to change it. Oh yeah. I know there's a word for that. <laughs> there's a word for that. Um, <laughs> it's a little a couple of months ahead, but yeah. <laughs> only, yeah. Only the French can come up with a word for that. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I think of. Like it, to me is that it, it is Charlie Brown persona put into a snowman. I like the concept of a a self-actualizing snowman, an introspective, uh, maybe, you know, outsider snowman that's just trying to kind of come to grips with the holiday season. Like like a lot of us struggle to do, quite frankly, Mm -hmm. like the holiday season can be pretty isolating for some people. And I don't know, I I definitely I definitely heard that in the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're already kind of melancholy. Yeah, definitely doubles down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it the holidays can. can be the toughest time for people that are depressed mm-hmm. or m- not even completely depressed. But, of course, I can't think of the correct clinical term. But that 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 hypo it's depression that, um, where you're um, not quite depressed, but you're you're just kind of seasonal affective disorder like sort of that like that but it, you've got the winter blues the winter doldrums the... yeah and and just you're getting through but you're you're not living life um mm. and to feel that way during the holidays and there's a lot of people that do feel that way during the holidays then you don't feel like you fit in because everyone else is going around they're happy and they're telling you that you should yeah. be happy and they don't understand why you're not happy and then a lot of those people kind of like eeyore get left out <laughs> at, during that season because they're like oh you're 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 bringing down my my yeah. son um no, i get it i'm right there i i hate christmas now since my mom passed mm-hmm. can't stand mm-hmm. it it's not the same she was christmas yeah. yeah so i hate the holiday season hmm Thanksgiving isn't too bad because you still have a reason to gather, but there's really no like obligation of like presents and things no, like that. There's not as much pressure. <laughs> yeah. Still junk. And, and the one great thing do. about Eeyore I is... pizza. I eat pizza. Oh, I eat brisket. So, you know? <laughs> I mean, the one great thing that they, that they say with, with Eeyore is that the great thing about them is that they all accept him. No matter the fact that he is this mm. laconic, depressive type personality no one's ever telling him that he can't be who he is no one's ever trying to force him to not be him they just accept him as he is and i think that's what what we kind of need to do with people that are feeling this low low grade depression throughout the holidays is just accept them for who they are and still Mm. kind of be there with them yeah i definitely agree yeah those are good thoughts (laughs) <laughs> sometimes the execution is harder than the uh yeah, yeah the theorizing it, you know i agree it, it and i do I, I, well and growing up with frosty and the um the cartoon and the the story of frosty and the song of frosty too and just but the the darks like i think of olaf who is always so happy as a snowman and he's like i love warm hugs and he just doesn't get that that's where you go away like you disappear um and is a snowman 
cold-blooded no because even though they're cold they're made of snow but there's warmness to that whole do, do you know of any evil snowman i've never heard of an evil snowman well i mean jack frost um, yeah yeah but he was a one. snowman yeah he was like you think snowman you think for our lives you think um okay. the big happy holly jolly um no, i mean the 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 horror movie jack frost which is a snowman that goes around and kills oh i oh, was thinking the of michael the keaton right movie, no no that's a different one a, uh, that would have been a one. better michael keaton movie um, yeah that's right i i always think of that one i don't think of jack frost a horror movie um, of course i do <laughs> and of course then there's always the doctor who episodes with the with the oh that's snowmen. disturbing I've never oh yeah that. yeah i forgot about those so i mean that's freshen up in my doctor who one of my favorite yeah. doctor who episodes of the original original uh matt seasons so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so i've never seen it so i didn't know oh my lanta i kept thinking the michael keaton movie i was like he wasn't really no <laughs> not that one <laughs> um all right, so i get the first verse the the made of snow i don't fit in the to and fro people can go and he can't move you know he can't he's got a long ways to go but he can't begin because he can't move second verse ever cold love untold i don't belong love untold okay i'm they're losing me here have and hold so we're told i think they're wrong have and hold like heart of gold growing old just like the song okay is this him breaking away from the snowman analogy and going to a person that is depressed during the holidays because they've lost the person that they love? I think it could very much be like, it's that metaphor and then he's mm-hmm. slipping. It's like breaking the fourth wall and then coming back. Like, I think it's, I think you're right there. The reference to the Neil Young tune and, um, Oh, I think- I did not get that line once you said Neil Young oh, yeah, heart and of gold. Heart of gold. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> okay. Now I get what he's and saying I'm with the next line. Old, dun, 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 dun. Yep. <laughs> get it, Heidi. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think he is. And then he goes back in to the analogy. But um, yeah, I think he is pulling away there and kind of in that lonely Eeyore December feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the worst part. Uh, well, maybe not the worst, but like Stefan said earlier, if you have, it's hard to be single during the holidays as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you're and this is like, I I can't fall in love like it's I'm I'm always gold as far as it like just there's no warmness in my heart um and I it's either unrequited love or you're or nobody loves you back yet or uh and then to have and hold to, from this day forward the whole wedding analogy so we're told I think you're wrong because it's not happening for me or my wife just left me or love is not forever or whatever it is um, and then the reference to the Yale song, the Neil Young song, um, and then then going back into connecting that back to the snowman. So I think it's it's kind of putting it all kind of together, the personal and the metaphorical. Oh my gosh, you just made me love the song more. Yeah. 
It's a good song. I just changed my score based on all that. <laughs> and even so, Button Eyes, Lullabies, mm-hmm. I Melt Away. So, like, I, you're one of the things you fall in love with with a significant other is often you know i i look into my eyes how many times do songs reference eyes um Mm -hmm. and you know melt melting at the sight of somebody um being so in love i melt with you i stop the world (laughs) and melt with you so (laughs) so the (laughs) eyes melting criticized compromised white turns to gray white could the compromise be didn't make sense until white is a sign of the bride the bridal gown the bride mm-hmm. uh white wedding those things and um, clarity as well but when yeah. that starts to, to ship away clearly. it becomes gray like everything becomes muddled and gray yeah. Yeah. Um, pure and to I, pure to impure and then you feel like you can't move I'm yeah. I'm paralyzed. Otherwise, I'd leave today. Like I just don't know what to do right now. And that kind of connects to the snowman can't move. He is stuck. Um, white snow doesn't turn to gray. It turns to brown, yuck, gray slush. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mm-hmm. guess that's also it's it's kind of gray. You get that gray slushy bottom on a snowman. Yeah. Um, and I, I love the criticized. I love the criticized line because i mean how often do we criticize people's snowmans or well we i, I don't i don't but i've heard people comprom- you know criticize it compromise i'm thinking like as it falls apart from as from it falls building. apart as the plow guy i mean people that aren't in new england or where it's <laughs> would never understand like snowmen are great right after you make them mm-hmm. <laughs> and then not for long after the like they're not they're not for long they get all warped that commercial and... there was an adorable commercial last last winter i think and this little girl builds a snow and then they put it in a, a cooler and put it in the freezer and then it comes out and i think a kid runs over it with a bike or something oh, oh my god. god oh my gosh snowman bike uh yeah saving simon it was shot on an apple phone it's it's adorable i'm gonna put the link in the chat so you can save it but it's like it's this three minute little short thing and it's this whole like this little girl is so she saves this little snowman for so long keeps his head all and then this kid at the very end crushes it with a bicycle and it's like to the ones we've waited all year to be with because she's waited all year to pull this snowman out and she's sitting on the front lawn with the little snowman back on the lawn because she's kept it all year long in the freezer and then this kid comes out of nowhere and just um crushes it oh not in that one though oh in that one it it stays alive that's so cute And using that the analogy that we've been using and going back to that first paragraph, like the metaphor continues to hold together, like people during the holidays that are in this place, like, yeah, they just stand and grin. They watch people go by and they pretend to kind of be happy. They they put that faux smile on, but mm-hmm. they're not they're not happy. They're they're melancholic. I get it. <laughs> I get it. 
Is there a trouble? <laughs> As I trouble with Tracy this week? No, no. My, my trouble with Tracy was going to be the second paragraph, but there's like that second verse actually works totally now under that new that new thought. I found the one. Oh my god! It came. It uh, it made it makes more this sense. This one's only a minute long. Yeah, you should share it because cool. it's amazing. Oh, I'm I'm definitely going to share it. I just have to wait for just the look on this kid's face when the kid goes through and crushes her snowman is just epic. (laughs) Epic. Why don't we get to some ratings? Uh, What do people want to rate this? I mean, we could go with the obvious, which is how many snowmen, but I I think we should go with something a little bit more flavorful and fun. Anyone have any thoughts? (laughs) Vibraphones. Buttons. (laughs) Lullabies, oh, noses, uh, <laughs> carrots. Uh, how many uh, lemon snow cones? <laughs> no. Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> that's harsh. Let, let's just stick with snowmen. How many snowmen can, do we give this song? Um, Sorry, we failed you. We so, failed you, my friend. So, Stefan, how many lemon snow cones do you give this song? <laughs> I'll go for it for you. <laughs> ah, when I when I was selling Italian ice, lemon was one of the most popular <laughs> flavors. <laughs> but fortunately, it wasn't yellow. It was they left it white. Did, <laughs> Stefan, did you make it yellow? <laughs> I tried. Did you flavor them yourself? Oh, I sure did. <laughs> Wait a minute! I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I just turn around real quickly. Here's let me get. <laughs> let me get your one. uh i like this song right it's smooth it's it's lullabyic um now that you guys brought up the uh those chords and the other songs i'm like ah there was something that i just couldn't put my finger on and it's like that's it it's like those are and those are all songs that i like i like those chords i like the melody i i love all of that um i was unfortunately listening to this in my car i'm like I saw my eyes getting a little bit heavier. I'm like, oh man, I wish I really had button eyes right now, but I don't. <laughs> and like they're starting to get stitched shut. I really liked it. Uh, I like the lyrics. Simple. Um, yeah, it wasn't. Wasn't. If you listen to it, it's like nothing overly negative comes through. I think. I think it's kind of like humdrum kind of relaxing melancholic like you said but nothing really is like slapping me in the face as far as um you know elves trying to join a union or something like that you know oh i liked it i really really like it so i'm going to rank this really high um i think i'm going to rank this a 4.8 because i could listen to this all the time put me asleep all the time i would I would definitely have this on a, a playlist. I thought it was just great. Smooth. I like the Yaz. I like the Yaz flutes, you know? I like the Yaz flutes. <laughs> ah, dysthymia. Thank you. There we go. I finally thought of it. Dysthymia yes. is, is the term that I was thinking of. There you go. Where you're kind of just getting by what? kind of what? thing. It's a milder, long-lasting depression. It, when you think of, for example, Eeyore or oh. Charlie Brown, that long depression seems to be almost a personality trait. They're always kind of sad, 
and it's not like a thundercloud over their head, but there's always a cloud over their head. And they don't seem to be necessarily bothered by it. It's just kind of how they are and who they are. Dysthymia. Yeah, I fit in that category. I might make it into my license plate. It's also <laughs> called persistent depressive probably... disorder, but I like dysthymia yeah. better. Yeah. Um, so why don't we go over to someone that I don't think has ever had dysthymia, Betsy. Oh, gee. Um, so I think for me, uh, this song, song is going to rate fairly high. Um, it's kind of wistful and melancholy, but it's very relatable. It's gentle, which I think helps to not totally bum you out when you're listening to it. So it does make it a little more listenable. Um, the harmonies and the rounds that they do really make you, you know, keep coming back to it. Um, and, you know, it's just a very relatable song. It's very beautiful. Um, it's nice that he takes this kind of perspective on the holidays because I think a lot of time people do feel like they kind of need to be cheery around the holidays and need to phone it in. And there's like a certain expectation of us to be like jolly all the time, but that's not life. And that's, you know, not to be like negative, but like the fact that he sees that I think makes other people feel that that's okay to feel. It's okay to feel your feelings. Um, it's like so the song I, Bad Day on, on the children's album. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. My six-year-old daughter actually refers to some of those things on the on the album still. And, yeah, it's it's like it's a bad feeling, but you're not a bad person or anything for feeling this. This is a normal human emotion, um, and you're not the only one that feels it. Um so, but then it's beautiful. So it's, it's, it's nicely balanced kind of like that. So I think I would give it so 4.2. So that's the bottom part, the middle part and like two arms. <laughs> it has no head. <laughs> it has no head. I just found it really relaxing. <laughs> I'm like I was thinking to myself. I'm like, about time they ha came up with like a great original holiday song. It's and really like, good. Finally, finally, <laughs> when that's like relaxing, it's like you can put it on on like that sunny afternoon after Christmas. And it's like mm -hmm. ah, you know, relaxing. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that it's funny that you say that, Stefan. I'm gonna come back to that, Heidi. <laughs> Like Stefan, I really do love this song. Um, it's one of my favorites on the album, and um, I agree with Stefan. It's it's just one of those that is melancholy, but it's it it for some reason it doesn't make me sad. It's just mm. it's it's thoughtful and reflective for me. And I just it's I don't beautiful. know. The music is lovely. The vibes are beautiful. I love the round. Um, and simple, as I've said many times, doesn't mean not musical or not you know, it's, it's not worthy of, of a high rating. Um, so I am going to rate it high, high as well. I think for me, it's about a 4.8 as well. All right. Oh. Twinning with Stefan. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't happen very often, but that's good. And I'm going to come Pretty back good. to what you were saying, Stefan, like, 
Of course, now I can't think of what you're saying. I was thinking, <laughs> uh, you know, I just have an image in my mind. It's like, you know, after you wake up, you unwrap your, your presents, you have like, a, you know, the Christmas lunch, which is more of like a ham and a full meal. And then the, in the afternoon when the sun is, you know, crossing over the yard, you can see, you know, there's snow and it's just uh, everything's glittering and glistening. And it's just beautiful and relaxing. Uh, just before the football game comes on, you know. Well, and, and so I think that it's for nice. for people that are kind of in that place, like I think that it can be very comforting to know that that other people see it. Um, but I'm split. Like, I think this song is gorgeous. Um, I also it's also melancholic. Um, like when I really listen to what the what the words are, um. It's, it kind of bums my Christmas spirit. Um, no. I think that it has every, as we talked about it tonight and, and realizing like, no, the, this mel, this metaphor actually works in this way to talk about these people who struggle with the holidays. I think it belongs on this album now. Um, but is it something that I'm going to listen to every single time that it comes on? No, I, I, I'll admit during the Christmas season, I, I skip it. Because yeah, I'm trying to be in the Christmas spirit and and put myself in the Christmas spirit, and this kind of does not do that. Um, would I rather have had it on a regular album? Totally, yes. Um, but I think it belongs yeah. on here to to give some credence to those people that don't have a happy Christmas season um, or holiday season. Um, so, with that being said, I. <sighs> If I were going to go with the rule of like, would I skip it? Then it would be a two. Like, I don't think that this song deserves that. It's a beautiful song. It's it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful metaphor. The more we talked about it, the more I grew to love it. Um, so I'm going to base it by itself, not on how I feel off this album, just on the beauty of itself. I'm, I like what Ed's doing. I'm going to give it a four. Ooh, it's good for you. <laughs> That's not good for me, but it's good compared <laughs> to what I was going to give it before. Like it's it's definitely an improvement. Going back to weird, this is this the appearance for this week isn't really a coincidence. Um, it's this week's appearance is well, it's awkward. Um, <laughs> Ed wrote a song about about a comic book called The Pierogi Cat. Um, <laughs> He sort of wrote a song. It, it was done in 2016, so Grinning Streak had already been out. Um, and Ed basically kind of wrote a parody of Smile using new lyrics, I guess. Um, I, I had forgotten I had written this down. It was supposed to be for last week. Um, so the Pierogi Cat is a Legends mascot and, and a, a the star of like this, this uh, Legends comic book store. And the comic strip that the person that runs that store has created, which you can find over at magicteeth.ca. Um, I'm going to to load it up, and I think you'll hear immediately what I'm talking about. But I think it's kind of funny that that Ed's like, yes, I wrote this wonderful song. Really? Because you kind of already wrote that song, Ed. <laughs> I sound like it's my purple kneecap. Got a coat that's snowy white 
like she's made of soft moonlight. Turks give her a great delight. She thinks your mom's a bit uptight. Who'd say a thing like that? Just my pierogi cat. Always the diplomat. That's my pierogi cat. It, it goes on for another two minutes like that. Um, it. I mean, there's no doubt. It's it's smile. <laughs> <laughs> He wrote that song, Ed. <laughs> it's absolutely smile. <laughs> In that case, it's not just, oh, those chords. Yeah, well, chords are chords. No, that's smile. That, that's smile. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. But it is good, especially if you're from Canada and you like the pierogi cat and you like the comics. Like, it's cool to have a song written about it. Um, matter of fact, I, some people would say it's fantastic. <laughs> Some people would, yes. Now I'm going to have smile in my head all night again. <laughs> and, and matter of fact, matter of fact, my favorite doctor, which is Christopher Eccleston, would say it was some fantastic. <laughs> Heidi, is, Heidi is lost. <laughs> now I've got smile she's, in my head. She's yeah, she's still watching the video. <laughs> So, but cool. that will be the song that we're going to discuss next week. Is some fantastic? Really? Okay. I've been looking forward to the song. Me too. Not as much as I want to be with you. <laughs> Goodbye. Have a great night, everybody. Good night, everybody. You too. Good night, everybody. Good night. And thanks. That was fun. No, thank Thanks, you. That was fun. No he regrets. did it again. Yay. Yay. It's back. It's back. <laughs> Thanks. That was fun. Don't forget. No regrets. Except maybe one. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.